Okay, we are on Daf Lamerchet Amud Aleph um, at the top of the page. We're going to continue our discussion regarding uh, bread, whether it's considered bread or cake or something like that. So the Gemara says about kuva. Kuva is a type of dough-like substance that is baked in the ground. Amalaya Bailer of Yosef, Abazidir of Yosef, Hai Kuva, the arrow, this Kuva that is made in the ground, Maimavarachin Ilove, what blessing do we recite upon it? Amalay, Misa Vart Nahamahu, do we say it's actually bread? Or Guvla uh, Baamahu, it's actually, uh, it's just like baked dough. Um, uh, which means it's more like a type of uh, pastry, um, um, like it's, it's more p- like pastry-like, which wouldn't be bread. And then you wouldn't uh, treat it as bread; you'd make it like a pastry. But nevertheless, Marzutra he established a meal on such a, such a dough-like substance. This uh, he considered bread. And he would make a first bracha moitzi and bukana mazon afterwards. Um, um, so um, that's what he uh, he classified it as bread. And uh, a person can fulfill their mitzvah on Pesach to treat it like matzah. My timer wa lechem oni krinen bay. Because we can apply this, the statement, this, the description of lechem oni, of this poor man's bread, to this type of uh, kuva. Okay, so that's one did when it comes to kuva. Uh, but another uh, ruling by Mabaravashi, Ma'baravashi, de Tamri, this date honey. Now, this is actually a famous Gomorrah. This is the source for saying shako on fruit juice. Uh, this date honey, right? This, this honey that comes from uh, dates. We recite upon it the blessing that everything came into being through its word. My timer, what's the reason that even though uh, you got honey from these dates, it's considered sweat, it's considered moisture that exudes from this fruit, like fruit juice. And um, only two fruits do you consider the liquids that emanate from this fruit, uh, do you consider it like the fruit itself, and that is oil, which we discussed earlier, which the brocha would be bore pre ha'etz, and uh, when it, and, but we hardly drink oil, and bore pre agafin for grape juice. Uh, but other than that, all uh, fruit juices would say shihako because it's considered zaya ba'oma. There's a discussion though regarding what if you plant it for the sake of fruit juice, or what if you squeeze it for fruit juice? Maybe then the brocha is different. This is a shala. At Kaman, um, who's he going like that he holds that uh, fruit juice is, con- or this honey is considered, uh, fruit, well, fruit honey is considered Zabama. Kihai Tana, according to this Mishnah, who's Rabbi Yeshua, who says in, the, in this Mishnah, this now says in the Mishnah, the vash tamarim beyain tapuchim v'choymet sif vonyot. If a non-coin, right, he by mistake eats honey, which uh, is the vash tamarim, honey date honey, or apple cider, uh, which is yain tapuchim, or this 
vinegar of late season grapes. So even though it's from grapes, the grapes aren't good enough to make wine. So they only create vinegar. We shall make porridge and all other fruits, uh, fruit juices shall truma. If they are truma, Rebbe Lezer says the fruit juice is considered like the fruit and therefore you have to pay the, so to speak, damages for eating the truma, which is the principle, the amount you ate, plus an additional fifth. Rebbe Yeshua exempts it from payment because he says that if you eat truma of the zaya, so to speak, of the fruit, then you don't have to pay um, the, the, the knas, the, the damages um, of that truma. Okay, so you see here that he holds like Rabbi Yeshua, who holds that fruit juice is a ba'oma. Amalayahu mirabon in lerova. One of the one of the rabbis said to Rova, Trima mau. What what about the law of trum, terima? Now we'll see terima is uh, like it's crushed, so it's it's not liquefied completely, but it could be it's crushed. So you it's got it's not a liquid, but it's a solidy mesh. Um, um, so what is the law in that, right? If you say a broker on a date, so you would say appropriates. If it's honey from the date, then it's shakor. What if it's in some type of middle ground where it's crushed? Um, law have a date the rover my At first, rover did not understand what he was saying to him regarding me. What is this terima? Yotiv ravina kame the rover. Um, Ravina uh, was sitting before Rav at that time. Amalei said to the student, This terima, is this terima of sesame? Or the kurtama kamarat? Or is it crushed saffron? Or the purtsanei kamarat? Or is it the grape pits? Uh, so what is it? What is this terima? And Hakivaki asked Rav Aladate. In the meantime, Rav remembered what it is. That the disciple meant by Terima, Amalai, Rova said to him, Hashilta Vadai Ka'amat. You're definitely talking about something that is Hashilta, uh, which is crushed. Va'ad Kartan Milta Hada Amar Ravasi. And you've reminded me through this discussion what Ravasi said. Hai Tamarish or Truma, that these dates of Truma, Muta Lasud Mem Truma, you're allowed to make Truma from them. Uh, but you can't make uh, date beer from them. Why? Because truma, which is Kohanic food, you have to treat, you have to utilize in a certain way, um, and it's not right to to make it into a liquid. So if it's solid uh, truma, then you shouldn't make it into a liquid. But if you see from here that since you can make it into terima, it's not considered like the liquid. It's considered still like the solid. Okay. Gemara concludes, And the halacha is that if you took dates and made them into trimmer, you would say, because they remain in their state that they were originally, which means basically it could mean, it could mean that it's still a solid, it's not a liquid. So even if you can't see the actual parts of the fruit, Nevertheless, it still retains its status as a solid, and therefore you say appropriates. Um, or it could mean that you actually see within this pulp um, that it's it's uh, what it originally was, and therefore you would say appropriates. But what if you can't see what it was? Then maybe you would say um, uh, shakol.
Um, so it's not absolutely clear what this Gemara means. Nafgamina would be like um, like applesauce, like they have in America. Um, uh, so if it's liquidized, then you'd say shako. But if it still retains its pulpiness, then there seems to be a little bit of a discussion as to what the broker is. Um, but it seems like pulp, where you see what the actual parts of the fruit are, you would say preparates. Shatita, there's another, what about the, the broker on another type of uh, food? Which is something made from grains and sweet. Rav Amar Shakoni Bliboro. Rav said, you say Shako. Ushmuel Amar Boremin Amazonus. You would say Boremin Amazonot, according to Shmuel, right? It's this like porridgey thing. Amar Rabchista, Vlopligi. Rabchista says it's actually not a machloikacha. Ha ba'ava, because when, when Shmuel says you say Amazonus, is when it's thick. Habaraka, where it's thin, that's what Rav was referring to. Neshiyashiyako. Wow, what's the difference? Ava, la'achila avdi. Sorry, I'm going to bring this up. Um, sorry about that, Jaden. Um, uh, so it says like this. Ava, la'achila avdi la. Thick shatita is... Um, here we are. Right. Um, thick Thick um, shatita is uh, is made for food, uh, whereas raka lerufua uh, kavi. When it's thin, it's made. Uh, it's therefore it's made to be uh, for refua for for medicine. So the Gemara says that's that's a bit strange. That um, if it's loose, it's considered medicine. Wa mati Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef challenges it. V'shavin sheboichashin. It has shatut b'shabes, because um, halachically you're allowed to stir this shatut on Shabbos. Uh, now this shatut seems to be similar uh, to shatita, right? Um, seems to be the same thing. So yet you're allowed to um, mix or stir this loose shatut. and you can drink Egyptian uh, zitom which is also seems some type of food, but in both those cases, um, that you're allowed to kind of eat them and prepare for them. Um, okay. V'shodin zaitun amitri. V'i And if you would enter your mind that if you eat this uh, loose uh, shatita, um, then uh, that is for refuah. Refuah v'shabas mishari. How could you do it on... uh, How could you... How would it be allowed to be prepared on Shabbos? It's for refuah. You can't eat. You can't do refuah things on Shabbos. So it must be... um, It must be refuah. Um, uh, or it can't be refuah, and then you shouldn't say shakor. Refuah v'shabas mishari. Sigmore says, Amalai, Amalai Abaya, Amalai Abaya, Um, Do you not hold that the shatita, um, you, you, it would be permitted on Shabbos, even if it's made for specific um, purposes. Vatanan, because we say, Kola oichalim oichal adam refuah b'shabbos. 
anybody, uh, any food that you eat uh, for can be eaten for a fu'an Shabbos. And you can drink any liquid, um, and you can drink any liquid um, even if it's for a fu'a because you look like you're eating uh, or drinking food. Um, because at you think that the person is intending to eat or drink. So too with the brisa of shatita, um, you can drink and eat it on Shabbos even though it's made for a fu'a because people will think that it is rather used, um, people are eating it, and such a thing is allowed, and it's not a problem of refuah. Um, okay. Lishnach, um, in uh, another version, uh, what would you say? Um, uh, why would it be allowed to eat the shatita on Shabbos or the loose shatita, even though it seems to be a, um, it seems to be something that is for refuah. So gavra lachila kamachaven refuah It must be that the person actually intends to eat the food, for he wants to eat the food, and it and the refuah happens immediately. Um, whereas. Um, whereas hachanami lachila kamachaven urafumi meila kahavya. So to hear with this case of loose shatita, um, it is uh, it is uh, the case of uh, this loose shatita. It is uh, something that is for a. Uh, it's clear that it's for eating, um, and even though it's also for a fuah, it's not clear that it's for a fuah. Share the screen. Sorry, I lost connection. Um, just share the screen. This is not working out very well. Um, and the recording is still going on. Apologies to those listening to the recording. Um, that's why it's been a bit unclear. Um, okay, so I'm sorry, Jay, I just went a bit ahead. I didn't know if I was going to connect again. But uh, we'll have to catch up. Okay, so now we are um, we we just discussed that the brocha on loose shatita is shako and the thick shatita is mizonot. And even though you eat shatita on you, even though it says that you use you can eat shatita on Shabbos, which is normally a problem of refuah because you're not allowed to do refuah healing on Shabbos. Nevertheless, some people do eat shatita, and it's not clear that it's for refuah. And meaning that the default of shatita when it's loose is actually it's for refuah and it's for shahako. But nevertheless, it's not so clear that it's for refuah that you aren't allowed to eat it on Shabbos. And the same thing would be that if you're eating something that looks like for achila, it just happens to be for refuah that is also allowed on Shabbos. Okay, the Gemara concludes with rav and this ruling of rav and Shmuel regarding the brocha shatita is necessary meaning um, uh, you might have thought we know from the from shabbos that that uh, shatita is considered like refuah so then a shako so why do we need ravenshmo to tell us the brocha dimahai because if i would have just judged it from the brisa alone that uh, from the brisa about shabbos over we over here 
Um, uh, sorry. Have uh, Amina, I would have thought, I would have thought that really you have intention to eat it. And it just, by the way, it's for refuah. You wouldn't have learned that it's, it's for refuah. You would have thought it's for Achila. It just happens to be refuah. And therefore, Mistoma, possibly the brocha, might have been Mizonot, actually. But here, since you intend to eat the shatita, the loose shatita for refuah, you wouldn't say a broch at all. Meaning, bar Shabbos, the cases where you have intention to eat it, it just happens to be for refuah. Whereas here you could say that uh, you don't have intention to eat it, you only have intention for refuah, and therefore you shouldn't say a broch at all. Kamash Milan. Since even loose shatita, and even though it's normally used for refuah, nevertheless, since you get some pleasure from it, you need to say a brocha. Similar to medicine that you enjoy, you'd actually have to say a brocha, even though it's clear that um, your that the kavona, the intention, is for refuah. Okay? Uh, new section, the brocha of hamotzi on bread. Now we know the brocha is hamotzi on bread, but there's actually a bit of a discussion regarding what brocha do you say? Uh, what's the style of the brocha? We obviously are motzi, but in the times of the Gomorrah, in the discussion of Gomorrah, it wasn't so simple. So it says like this: She'ala pat hu oimer hamotzi lechiminaret. Tanurabonin mahu oimer. What does one say about eating bread? Hamotzi lechiminaret. One uh, would say the brocha who has taken uh, bread out of the ground. Rabbi Nechemi Omer, Moitzi Lechiminaret. You leave out the hay and you just say Moitzi Lechiminaret. What's the machloket here? Why would you leave out the hay? Amarova, Rova says, Dichtiv El Moitziyam Mimitzrayim. It says, uh, in the, the, everybody agrees that if you just say Moitzi, then it's in past tense. And that's what you want to say. You want to say the bread you're about to eat ha- was taken out by Hashem. From the ground. And everybody agrees the language of Moitzi is past tense. As the Apostle says, The one who brings them forth from Egypt. So that's talking about the past. They argue about regarding the brocha of Hamoitzi with the hay. Rabbonin Savi, the Rabbi say, When it's the language Hamoitzi, it, it also suggests something in the past that Hashem took the land, took the bread out the land. Uh, that it says that Hashem brought forth water from you from the rock. That's in past tense. He brought forth from you. Hamoiti actually is not that he brought forth, but that he brings forth, or that he will bring forth. As the Pasuk says, before Hashem actually took us out of Egypt, it says that Hashem will take you out of the sufferings of Egypt. So the word Hamoitzi is actually in future tense. And we don't want to say a brocha that Hashem will give us bread in the future. We have the bread right in front of us now. So Nehemiah says Hamoitzi means future. Chachomim say there's enough source that the Hamoitzi means past. But the rabbis, how do they get out of this pasuk that clearly says Hamoitzi means uh, past tense when the pasuk says it happened before uh, coming out of Egypt. So it can't be past tense. So it says like this. 
This is what Hashem said to Jewish people. When eventually you will be taken out of Egypt, I will perform miraculous things so that you will know in the future that I was the one that took you out of Egypt. Meaning, what I'm saying to you now is that you will say in the future Hashem took us out of Egypt. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to do so many miracles for you in Egypt now that you in the future will say Hashem, that it was Hashem who took you out of Egypt and no one else. Meaning, they learned the Pasuk as even though it's mentioned before coming out of Egypt, it's referring to the future but in past tense, that this is what you'll say in past tense. So Hamoitzi there as well is in past tense. As the Pasuk says, and you will know that I am Hashem who took you out of Egypt. That's what you will say one day. Okay, now there's an incident, about, there's a story about this. Mishtabchin lay Rabon Rabbi Zaira by Ravzvid, Achud Rabbi Shimon by Ravzvid. So there was, the rabbis praised, the, they praised to Rabbi Zaira, a certain Tamechokhem, who was the son of Ravzvid, the brother of Rabbi Shimon, the son of Ravzvid. So he was the son of Ravzvid, right? This Tamechokhem. Um, and he praised, uh, they praised him to Rabbi Zaira. So Rabbi Zaira said, the, Adam the praise was he was a great man and he was an expert in brachas. Amalem, Rabbi Zaira said to them, When he comes to you, bring him to me. I want to meet this man. Uh, one time he visited Rabbi Zaira, this great man. They brought out bread for him. And what did this great man who knows Brocha say? He said the Brocha Hamoitzi. Sorry, Patach Vamar Moitzi. He said the Brocha Moitzi, not Hamoitzi. Amar. Is this the person who they say about him that he's a great man, that uh, and that you know that that he's an expert in brachas? Is this the man? Um, that's a bit strange. Why? If he said if he would have said the bracha of hamotzi with a hay, ashmeinin timer. Then I would have in the I would have actually he would have taught me quite a lot of stuff. Why? He would have taught me the meaning of that Pasuk that it actually refers to the future time the Jewish people will say in the past that Hashem took them out of Egypt, right? So this great man will actually teach me a Kiddush. Two things. Firstly, a pshat in the Pasuk, and secondly that Dalok is like Rabbonin. Um, and that's very useful for me to know. Uh, but now, uh, but this that he says, what's he teaching us? Everybody knows that moitzi is in past tense and you're not giving us pshat. And you, what's strange is you're paskening like the minority opinion, Rabbi Nehemia, and not like Chachomim, who's the majority. So that's very strange. So I don't see that he's such a big Tamechachim. Was such an expert. So it says, Why did the son of Revzvid do this? In order to remove himself from Machloikas. Meaning, he chose the clearer option of Moitzi just to avoid Machloikas, which is a very good thing to do. And even though you, he lost teaching something, nevertheless, at least he avoided Machloikas. 
the halacha is you say hamoiti de kaimelan karabonen because we hold like the rabbis the amri the apik mashma that the who say that hamoiti also connotes in the past tense. Let's continue a little bit. Um, what's the bracha you say on Yerakot? Now we're going into quite a long discussion about uh, vegetables and cooking the vegetables. What bracha do you say on cooked vegetables? Vali Yerakot Oimer, Katani Yerakot, Dumia, the pat. The reason why the Mishnah said, it said about the bracha on Hamoitzi on bread, and it also discussed the bracha on Yerakot, that is Borei Priyadama, right? Why did they teach the two together? To teach you, Ma al just as bread that changes through the fire, right? You bake it. Af Yerakot nami shenishtanu al So to Yerakot, that if you cook it through um, through heat, you that's when you say Borei Priyadama. Okay, so that's what it's saying. It's saying that, um, we talk when we talk about bread priyadama, we're talking about uh, cooked vegetables. So Amar Rabbanai Mishmeda Baya Rabbanai Sinem Rabbaya Zot Emet Shlakud Mavarchin Alem Bore Priyadama. This show this seems to teach us that when it comes to um, cooked vegetables, you say Bore Priyadama. Mimai Midiktani Yerakotum Yedapat. And how do we know this? Because it says um, that. Uh, you say Yerakot, that's similar to bread, right? It's it's cooked. Now, there's it was actually, it's not so clear what this is. What Darash Rav because there was a, a Rav Chista announced in a public lecture, Mishum Rabbeinu, in the name of his teacher, in the name of our teacher, Umanu Rav. And who's this teacher? Rav. Shlokot Mavarachin Aleim Borei Priyadama. When it comes to cooked vegetables, you say Borei Priyadama. For Rabbeinu, Yodim Eretz Yisrael, and the the rabbis that came from Eretz Yisrael, Umanu Ula, and who are these rabbis that came from Eretz Yisrael? Ula, Mishmeid Rabbi Yochanan, and Rabbi Yochanan Amar, he he said, Shlokot Mavarchin Alem Shakol Nibdivaroi. You say the bracha on cooked vegetables, Shakol. It's almost like a worse state, right? These cooked vegetables, um, when you cook them, you make it into a worse state, and then they go down in level of bracha. Uh, so, and how do I uh, reconcile these two opinions? Do you say or do you say shako? If in the beginning you say um, because that's the normal way it's eaten, raw, once you cook it, you lower its level, and therefore you say shako. And any brocha. That you say shakon on the raw thing, meaning you don't normally eat it raw. You normally cook it. So therefore, if you don't eat it raw normally, then you would say shakol on it. But once you cook it, shlokoi priyadama. Then you would, if it's normally eaten cooked, then you would say priyadama. So now the Gemara questions us. It makes sense that if in the beginning you say shakon right? It's on raw vegetables that you don't normally eat raw. And then you would say shiakul and such vegetables. Once you cook them, you say because that's the proper way how to eat these vegetables. They, we all know vegetables that you don't eat raw. We know, we find such examples, right? Kivrava, uh, sorry, Bichrava, Basilka, Vakara, La Cabbage, Kruv, 
and beet selek and kara, which is a pumpkin. Those things, you don't eat raw. So therefore, you say shakol if you had to eat it raw, but you say barapiyadama if you cook it. Ela koshit chlato barapiyadama, shloko shakol. In when, which, when do you have vegetables where you eat them cooked? You would say, uh, where, sorry, where you would eat them raw, you would say, but if you cook them, you say, so the cooking of it makes it worse. Which, what example is that? For example, like carrots. Carrots you eat raw and you eat cooked, so I think you say, on both. But since when do you have such vegetables? Where when you cook them, you actually demote them and say shako. Heiki mishkachadla. Where do we find such things? Amar of Nachman Yitzchok mishkachadla betumei vekartei. You find it in the case of tumei, which is shum, which is garlic and leek. Now apparently, when you cook garlic and leek, it, it demotes it. And we know that you can cook garlic and leek, right? But apparently, I looked in the notes that it says when you when you that's what makes them nasty. The 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 garlic and leeks is the sp- flavoring from when you cook them, like it's cooked with salt and meat. But if you had to eat them raw, eating raw is better than eating them cooked, and therefore the brocha is boreperanama uh, raw and shakor if you eat it cooked. Okay, so that is the case. Um, um, when uh, where that's the case of uh, of the difference whether you cook it or you eat it raw. Now it goes into a, a little bit more on this. Darash Rav Nachman, it was Rav Nachman announced Palvilesha. So now we're going to read the same thing, but a little bit of a different way of understanding the, the discussion. Mishum Rabbeinu, in the name of our Rabbi. And who's this Rabbi? Umanu Shmuel. Shmuel. Shlokot mevarachem elayim borei peradama. Cooked vegetables, you say borei peradama. V'chavareinu, a yodim eretz Yisrael. Now we say that our friends, our colleagues, who came down from eretz Yisrael, Umanu Ula. In Reb Ula, in the name of Reb Yochanan, he says like this: Shlokut mevarchen alem shakoni bidvaroi on cooked vegetables. He says shakol. Now, in the previous lishna, the previous discussion, we learned today not arguing, right? It depends on the type of vegetable. Now we're going to say vani oimer machloikas shnuya. We've seen this machloikas elsewhere. There's actually machloikas of what to say on cooked vegetables or raw vegetables. Kamachloikas shnuya. Tanya, it says. In uh, in a brisa, yotzim berakik hashoroi. You can fulfill your mitzvah of eating um, um of eating uh, this um like a wafer. You uh, if it's soaked, you fulfill your mitzvah of eating a wafer of matzvah, uh, even if it's soaked. Uvemavushal shalonimuach, and you can fulfill your mitzvah of eating matzah that has been cooked as long as it hasn't dissolved. Diverabi meya. You can fulfill your mitzvah when it's not cooked, but it's 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 soaked. Um, but once it's cooked, matzah, even if it hasn't dissolved, you still can't fulfill your mitzvah of matzah once you cook. So we think that this machloikas between uh, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi is the same machloikas as cooked vegetables. Once you cook the vegetables, uh, it demotes it. Whereas the other opinion, Rabbi Meir says that even cooking vegetables does not demote it, just like cooking matzah does not demote it from the mitzvah. So the Gemara says, no, Velohi, this is not a good analogy. It's not this machlokas. Everybody agrees. Cooked vegetables, you say, borei priyadama. Va'ad kan lo ka'amar Rabbi Yossi hatam. Why did Rabbi Yossi say there that cooked matzah doesn't work? 
Because we, um, we require the taste of matzah, right? You need to taste it. And once you cook matzah, you can't taste it. Um, and therefore, that's why you can't fulfill your mitzvah. But it's not because it demotes in a brocha. But yeah, Rabbi Yossi would agree um, that cooking your vegetables um, would still retain the brocha of Bereh The next section goes into a whole discussion as to what the proper um, version of Rabbi Yochanan's psak is um, and the argument about that, which we will not be able to do today. Thanks for joining.